Language is the roadmap of a culture. It tells you where its people come from and where they are going. By Rita Mae Brown. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Language Bro Podcast, where we talk about all things language related. So if you are looking to improve yourself culturally, academically, financially, or just want to travel, then you've come to the right place. We will discuss down-to-earth topics that relate to your struggles as a learner in your everyday life. So let's start your language journey with your favorite language bro. Hey everybody, welcome back to episode four of Language Bro. I just wanted to thank you so much for supporting this podcast and giving me the inspiration to do what I love. Uh, today's topic I wanted to talk about was languages spoken in the U.S. Uh, so if you weren't here for my previous episode, I was talking about the most functional languages you can use around the world, you know, where you can kind of travel the world and not get lost in translation. But today, I felt like I needed to make a very clear statement about languages that are spoken in the U.S. Because when you look at the U.S., you think of one language, and that's English. Well, there's also a few others that are in much deeper context in different parts of the state. Uh, But obviously, the two dominant languages are English and Spanish. But I really wanted to shed light on these other languages because as Many people may or may not know America is a huge melting pot of cultures. You can literally find almost every culture anywhere in the United States. And I think that's a very beautiful and powerful thing to say about our country. So I was really excited to research this and bring this knowledge to you guys. And I'm really excited to see where this conversation takes us. So I will go ahead and begin. So let's start off with the Aleut language, which is also considered the Eskimo language. This is spoken in one state, which it roughly has about 23,665 speakers, and that's mostly spoken in Alaska. So now, let's move on to the Somali language. Somali is spoken in one state, which is Minnesota, and roughly has 160,940 speakers. Now, this next one is going to be a little bit of a mix of the languages. So we have Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, and the Sioux languages. And those are all spoken in one state. Oh my goodness, that's a lot. And that's currently in South Dakota with roughly 17,023 speakers, which I think that's really cool. Those are like all of our like major Native American languages, which I think is really cool. Now, our next language which is the Gujarati. I hope I didn't completely butcher that. That is spoken in New Jersey, which that has roughly 419,964 speakers, which that's a really cool like name. I kind of want to know where it came from, so I may have to research that myself later. And then we have the Lokonyo language, which is spoken in Hawaii, and that roughly has 92,955 speakers. And then we have the Hmong language, which is spoken in Wisconsin and currently has 232,161 speakers. Next, we have Nepali, which is spoken in one state, which is in Nebraska, 
and it currently has 202,218 speakers. Next, we have Pennsylvania Dutch, Pennsylvania Dutch, I should add, uh, and is spoken in one state, which is obviously Pennsylvania, and it has 179,336 speakers. Next, we have Polish, which is spoken in one state, which is Illinois, with 512,332 speakers. Next, we have Tagawin, which is spoken in two states, primarily in California and Nevada, and that currently makes up of 1,753,712 speakers. Next, we have French, or Haydn Creole, which is spoken in two states, Florida and Delaware, which currently have 900,596 speakers. Then we have the Navajo language, which is spoken in two states, New Mexico and Arizona, which currently have 166,856 speakers. Then we have Arabic, which is spoken in three states, which is West Virginia, Tennessee, and Michigan. And they currently have 1,229,949 speakers. Korean, which is spoken in three states, which is Virginia, Alabama, Georgia, currently have 1,104,145 speakers. Then we have Portuguese, which is spoken by three states, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Rhode Island, and has 763,340 speakers. Next on our list is Chinese, which is spoken in five states, New York, Washington, Arkansas, Missouri, and Utah, which currently has 2,155,939 speakers. Next is Vietnamese, which is spoken in six states, Texas, Oklahoma, Oregon, Kansas, Iowa, and Mississippi, with a total of 1,527,371 speakers. Next, we have French, which don't get that confused with Creole French, totally different thing. But this is spoken in Louisiana, in North Carolina, Maryland, Maine, Vermont, and New Hampshire, with a total of 1,184,736 speakers. And finally, we have German on the list, which is spoken in nine states, which is Idaho, Montana, North Dakota, Wyoming, Colorado, Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, and South Carolina, with a total number of speakers of 905,326. So guys, check it out. America is a very diverse group of people. And this isn't even like every language that's probably spoken here. This is just like the mass majority of languages that are in clusters and across the country. It's not excluding any particular language or anything like that. All these languages are spoken pretty much almost anywhere across the United States. These are just their concentrations that they're currently at. You know, like for me, you know, I live in a Spanish-dominated community. 
Uh, and yeah, I can speak Arabic and Chinese and I will always find those speakers there. So it goes to show you that, you know, the United States is a very diverse group of people. We just have not tapped into that diversity as of yet. And I think we're slowly learning how to do that, which I think is really good. Uh, Americans are starting to realize now that we are becoming this really cool community of people. You know, it's not just one person's this color or one person's this race or whatever it is. We are a collective called Americans. You know, like if you live here and, you know, you work hard and do the right thing, you know, you're an American. Uh, and so becoming American, that language comes with you. And I think that's important because, you know, as you heard in my quote that I spoke earlier, you know, that language, your culture, all that, that's where you come from. And now we're knowing where you're going. And, you know, obviously you're here in America and you're trying to do some good things for yourself and your children or whoever it may be. And, you know, you're, you're representing where you came from. And I think that's a very beautiful thing. But it's also cool because we're also starting to learn more about these places and starting to appreciate them more. You know, I didn't start appreciating culture and all these different things until I was much older in life. You know, I was probably about 27, 28 when I really got interested in different cultures and realized there's a lot more out there than just like English. (laughs) So I realized, you know, there's a lot of things we can learn and experience from other people. Um it just turns into a great experience. You know, like for me, for example, today, before I did this podcast, I actually went into like a Middle Eastern grocery store and, you know, bought some coffee and kind of interacted with the people there. And honestly, it was a very cool experience. You know, I was told beforehand that Middle Easterners are like really friendly and they're like talkative once they're approached. And like, sure enough, you know, I sat there and I talked with them and they like went on and on and on about a conversation and showing me all these different products and they were just like really friendly you know even if it was just like a superficial conversation that conversation was still very deep uh you know i felt that really touched my heart because you know it's something i'm not used to it's a different type of person that i'm not exposed to and it was a great experience and i think you know when we start exposing ourselves to these different cultures different types of people you know we start to really start to appreciate what we have and the people we get to know and I'm super excited about it. I think, you know, I want to go back to that, obviously, and uh, try it and see what other products they have. But of course, there's also other restaurants that I didn't know about either. He told me about, you know, you can try like two or three Middle Eastern restaurants in the town. And I had no idea these existed up until today. Uh, So it was like a really cool thing when you get to know these people and kind of they give you some insight on their life and their culture. So I think that's something I can really appreciate. So for me, you know, learning languages has been a very big curve of learning because I get to really experience more than just what I know or my culture. But what's cool too is whatever they get from me, they're also experiencing because it's a two-way street. You know, we're experiencing each other. We're experiencing each other's culture. We're experiencing each other's company, you know, and we, we all learn from each other. And I think that's the cool thing, you know. I can always appreciate that. That's why like anytime I use my languages, you know, I always come in with an earnest heart and, you know, try and speak and be friendly with them. And even if it's not like the most perfect pronunciation in the world, they still get it and they still appreciate it. And that connection starts to form. And I think that's the whole point. That's kind of what I mentioned in my previous episodes. When we are learning to use these languages, we're learning to be more social and more confident And that's exactly what's going on here. You know, I'm going out there speaking a language and I'm forming a bond. And guess what? Look, communication happened. 
friendship happened, confidence happened, all just from like a small exchange of words. So, you know, next time you think about that, when you're learning a language or how you want to approach people, you know, really do it from a good heart, with good intentions, because people recognize that. You know, people recognize when you're being genuine or insincere or whatever. So if you go out there and try to do something positive, you know, you'll get positive in return. And I think that's the cool thing with languages. You know, people really appreciate you stepping out of your comfort zone and speaking a language. You know, like, I'm sure many people are surprised that I'm American and can speak like four or five languages. I'm pretty sure that's a big shock because Americans have this stereotypical notion of only knowing how to speak English. Uh, so for me to speak more than that, it kind of shocks people. Uh, but at the same time, you know, I also feel appreciated when people come out and try to use English with me, you know, because obviously I'm an English teacher and I'm always like encouraging them to use their language. And when they do, I'm really proud of them. Uh, but, you know, not everyone knows that I'm an English teacher. So when I see people attempting to use the language and they get excited about using it, but they're a little nervous, you know, I, I always tell them, you yeah, know, you did good. Good job. Like, Congratulations. And it just puts a smile on their face, you know, it just gives them that encouragement that they're doing the right thing. And so I want to encourage you guys too. you know, when you are learning languages and you're using them in your daily life, don't worry about being judged. Yeah, like you're going to have some people who are going to do that, but majority of the time you're going to have people rooting for you and feeling honored and respected that you took the time to learn about their language or maybe even their culture. And that really goes a long way when it comes to making those interpersonal connections and it really does make a big difference. So guys, if you guys don't have a chance to go outside of the U.S. and use these languages, there are plenty of opportunities in the U.S. You know, especially now with COVID, there's a lot more restrictions on how to travel and where to travel. So I would encourage you, if you guys can travel within the United States and try and find like a Middle Eastern restaurant or Asian restaurant or French restaurant or whatever, you know, go out there and speak language, you know, kind of get to know the people. You know, I think you'll be more surprised how easy it is to connect with people. And, you know, you're also not breaking the bank by buying an expensive plane ticket, going to another country, not knowing what to do with the language, and then getting stuck there and having a miserable time. So I think that this is like a good way to get your feet wet with languages, especially locally. So you're, you know, you're getting big reward for little risk. So I would highly encourage you guys to think about that. Go out there, make some friends, practice language, and I am guarantee you're going to have a great experience. So this is just a little bit about the languages in America. I hope you guys found this useful. And thank you so much for coming all the way to the end of this episode. I do have a new tip for you guys. It's also kind of a promotion. If you guys are wanting to work on your oral communication, I suggest a app or even the website called Pimsler. Pimsler is a learning app that you are able to listen to audio files and they have you repeat them back and it helps you with actually exposing yourself to daily communication in that language. And guys, just because you're my special listeners, I am offering everybody here a seven-day free trial of Pimsler. This is a great learning tool. You can use it on your smartphone, you can use it on your smart home devices, and you can even do it while driving. So guys, if you guys are interested, check out the link below. And I hope you guys are looking forward to our next podcast episode, which will be about language learning apps and are they useful. So guys, that's it for today's episode and we'll see you next week. And if you guys have any comments, please leave them below for me so I can actually put them on our next podcast so I can so show some love to you guys and your appreciation. 
thank you so much guys and we'll talk to you soon thanks so much for listening to this episode of the language bro podcast if you're enjoying the show please feel free to rate subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts we really appreciate it and we'll catch you in the next episode of the language bro podcast